The Witchuation Room is brought to you by the Armadillo Podcasting Club. Hello there. Welcome to the Witchuation Room. We're reading Andrzej Sapkowski's Witcher series of books. I'm Jeff Lake. I'm Alice Holden. And I'm Michael Sparkman. And today we're going to talk about Chapter 7 of Blood of Elves, the third book of the Witcher series. Previously, we get to eavesdrop on some VIP huddles, first with the rulers of the Northern Countries, and then with the Wizard Council. Everyone has big ideas about how they're going to decide the fate of the world and the fate of a particular ashen-haired witcher kid, but they seem to be forgetting a very important piece of that equation. A craggy lump of mutated meat and emotions named Geralt of Rivia. <laughs> I have this feeling that we're gearing up for some kind of high fantasy John Wick where Geralt just hacks his way through the world's ruling class, and I'm not really that mad about that. Speaking of, things kick off for Geralt and Greens with an assassination attempt, although it's really more like a double uno reverse assassination thing. Uh, Geralt paints the pavement with the entrails of the would-be assassins, but Rience escapes due to wizardly intercession. For now. Okay, so this starts out with a quote. Maybe the most messed up quote we've gotten so far. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, we get a little bit of background on this thing that they do, yeah, right? How yeah, about that? it's from a wizard. It's that same wizard that to we say had, it that we yeah. had from the perspective we had the perspective of in yeah. the previous wizard chapter. Yeah. Writing about how uh, eugenics. <laughs> yeah, eugenics. Wizards' yeah. offsprings are always stupid, so let's just sterilize all the wizard apprentices. Which yeah. is apparently something that they, they mostly do now. That's, that's yeah. what happened to Yennefer, and that's what happened to, I think, most of them. Um, it's funny, because, uh, you know, that's uh, <clears throat> Geralt, right? <laughs> Isn't Geralt one of those dodgy offspring? No, he's not a wizard. Oh, he is? is he, yeah, he's his mom is that offspring. wizard, remember? Oh, is that what's wrong with Geralt? Yes, yes. <laughs> Geralt's a dodgy offspring. Gross. <laughs> burn, him up, burn him up, right? Yeah, right? Uh, yeah, I feel like this is a, this has got a real boomer, like, the kids don't understand how good they have it kind of energy, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, wouldn't wizards be like the ultimate boomers because they're like, you know. Yes, that's true, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they magically have everything provided to them and they shit on everybody who doesn't. Right, yeah, yeah. And they. Have you they, guys tried just being wizards? Yeah. So, oh, but no, you can't go to our wizard school. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, Siri is in school. Uh, the other kids are kind of, she's kind of fighting with them because uh, they, they resent her for being better than them. Yeah, they are not particularly friendly. From Siri's letter, you get the impression that she's got, you know, friends here, but these. These kids don't seem very friendly. You know? Well, and they don't know who she actually is, so they're shitting on her because she th they think she's a nobody. I mean, yeah. she is, in, in, in everyone's defense, she is a weird kid, but I kind of felt for her as myself being a, a former weird kid. But, you know, it's okay, Siri, it gets better. Weird kids grow up into magical demigods with power to shatter reality by will alone or something, right? right. Yeah. Oh, my mom always said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> At least that's what happened to me. I don't know. <laughs> Just hang in there. She, uh, there's news of a war. A Bruin, which I think we found out about from the previous chapters. Right. Yeah. I guess we're seeing the the other the the echoes of it here in the far far away places or something. Right. Um, oh, and they're talking shit about Yennefer. I'm like, that is not gonna last long. <laughs> yeah. No. 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 Do not let Yennefer hear that. She yeah. will turn you into probably just a corpse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she doesn't feel the need to be creative about it, right? Like, yeah. like, like I waste one of her right I you say, like, a frog or something. <laughs> no, I'm going to turn you from you into a dead body of you. <laughs> Magic! <laughs> yeah, uh, she gets some info about the war from Jar, uh, a scholar boy, 
who, uh, when she comes into the room, like uh, his eyes shoot out and his tongue whirls out on the table and he goes, a wooga. No, when she comes into the room, he shoves a titty parchment oh, that's underneath true. some stuff and pulls yeah. his pants up. Yeah, it's subtle because she's like, oh, he looks all disheveled and kind of flushed. And it's like, oh, he was straight jacking it. He was totally jacking it. And I have to say, like, they got awkward, like, teenage boys. Just, mm, it was perfect. Like, mm-hmm. the scraggly, gross beard you can't really grow and the awkwardness. He's a little just, spotty, you know. It's yeah, like, yeah uh-huh. it was perfect. It was perfect. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Ooh. So Siri just learned that post-puberty, you knock. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. Yeah, and, and of course, uh, to like put the cherry on top, as they're flipping around looking at this map, Siri finds the kid's porn stash. Like she, yeah. she's like flipping through a book. And is like, oh, this is this is porn. And uh, then the kid bursts into flames and dies of embarrassment on the spot. Flings <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> himself out of the window. <laughs> the tower. But he learns an important lesson in the importance of hiding your porn. Like this is. He was by himself. Okay, this was a rush job. You know, I mean, fair point. You know, <laughs> in, in, in whatever way that means. You know. Fair point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, God, man, it would have sucked to like rely on parchment for porn back in the day. I, I just so think it's amazing that you that. found something. You did, know, did he draw that? that I, I doubt it, right? Like, I what? mean, is it? I would like to see the description of the the hand drawn porn by a person who maybe has never seen a boob, right? Yeah. So he's he's uh he's he. They said that he does the um. Was it what are they called? Not embellishments. What do they call it in the books where the they have illuminations. the illuminations? Right. So he has an artist. So he could he can draw, right? Mm-hmm. But you're right. Who knows what he actually thinks <laughs> right. this looks like, right? So she gets some info from him about the war. Uh, he gives her a little geography and political review of the last few chapters. Uh, he he tries to like kind of make out with her, and she shuts him down because yeah. she's not into that. Yeah, she's like, no, no, yeah, no, no. That's he was that's like not what this sniffing about. her hair or something. Yeah, he was gross. being weird. Uh, you know, he's at that age where he doesn't really know. <laughs> How to? You I know. like a girl. Yeah, but but yeah. no, it was it was super. It's great. the first hair girl hair he's ever been that close to, right? And, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just appreciate that Siri was very direct about just like, no, I don't want you to do that, and he's like, oh, right. Okay. <laughs> yeah, understood. Let's uh, let's sit down and talk about politics. Uh huh. And they do. He he seems to really think that there won't be a war, but uh, you know, I think that he's probably got that wrong. Yeah. Seems pretty likely. Yeah, he seems to be wrong about what's going down here all yeah. over the place. But then Siri gets a wizard text message or something, right? Yeah, a message from Yennefer. She goes to meet Yennefer. And Yennefer tells her to stay the hell away from Yar and the other boys. Uh Uh-huh. Because, you know, getting pregnant will ruin everything. Uh, Probably, yeah. For a lot of reasons, right? Like, considering her position, having a kid really uh, is going to complicate things, right? Yeah. And I think it, I mean, can you become a, a wizardess, a wizard after having a kid? I think I, so. I don't know. I Carol's mean, mom did. I don't know if she was a wizard before or after, but. I think she's, yeah, she's just some kind of exception where she had a baby when she was still already a wizard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think that she just, I think she didn't have the procedure or whatever. It's not required. It's just one of those things. Oh, okay. So I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, uh, in Yennefer's opinion, the war is inevitable. Either this war or another war. And the most important thing is to keep Siri secret, and that's also why she needs to stay away from attachments like boys. Yep. But she, she's saying, like, we're getting the hell out of Dodge, it's time to leave, yeah. right? And Yennefer promises that to never leave Siri. Which yeah. is, that's going to be a hard promise to keep, I think. Well, you know. I think this also kind of passes the Bechdel test. I mean, there were places at the beginning when they talk about Jari or whatever, and Geralt is once oh, or twice yeah. mentioned, but it's mostly not. Yeah, it's, def- it's definitely about, they're talking about Siri and her education yeah, and her, her you know, her, her whole deal. Yeah. 
I buy that. I hadn't thought of it, but yeah. And uh, then we flash back for the rest of the chapter to Ciri's education under Yennefer. Yeah. Uh, I'm a little tired of flashbacks in these books. I feel like I would rather something just happen. Yeah. Yeah, it's funny. There's this uh, this whole thing where it's like, hey, did you? How did you? How did you feel about me when we first met? And Ciri's basically saying, I didn't like you that much, you know. Uh, and we, you know, we get we understand why. We get to understand why. You know, Jennifer is just Yennefering right up in Ciri's face when they meet. Yep. You know, all the time, 100 yep. percent Yennefer. No, yep. she keeps it a buck. It's and funny because you never really know where you stand with Yennefer. She's a dick to you if she likes you. So, like, how do you know? How yeah, do you know right? where you stand with Yennefer, you know? Like, Yennefer, don't you think this might be, like, a problem in your life? <laughs> right? This might be why everybody thinks you're a dick. Mm. And I think she just doesn't care. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I was, and, and, and case in point, at, at the start of this conversation, Yennefer basically explains that to any other shitty kid, she just... Like, put them into a wizard stupor and experiment on them. Mm-hmm. And uh, she, you know, I guess, she, I guess yeah. this is how we, we know she likes Siri because she doesn't do that. <laughs> yeah. She, she allows Siri to stay awake while she's uh, probing her or whatever or yeah. doing magic tests on her. And she even asks if she's okay with the arrangement, you know? Mm-hmm. And they're, so at first they're fighting and, they're, and uh, Siri is kind of put off by Yennefer. But Jennifer is just apparently so alluring, you know? She's got these beautiful eyes. She smells like lilac and gooseberries. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, I know, right? Are you sure? Do they ever mention that? I think so, uh, yeah. Yeah, right? <laughs> I'd have to go back and check. I, yeah. I don't remember. So they're both super strong-willed, and they, they fight around with each other a lot. And Jennifer gives her a bunch of tests that reminded me of, like, SAT tests. Yeah, that's what I was... Well, more like LSAT. Like, it was mm-hmm. logic tests. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, this. here's a series of patterns. What's the next entry in the pattern? Uh-huh. Yeah, I was trying to figure out what this was. That actually makes sense. I, I was wondering if this was, like... Um, I wonder, I was actually thinking that she was testing Siri's ability to, like, intuit or, or have visions or something. Like, maybe this is a, a real picture that's missing a piece and she's drawing in the right piece or something. Yeah, that's what I thought. It was testing intuition, not so much, like, logic or intellect. But, you know, I don't know. Oh, okay, because I kind of thought that and the other tests, which are, you know, balance and running around kind of tests. Mm-hmm. I thought this was just sort of like a, a eugenics kind of thing where they... they you. Jennifer would only teach her if she meets the quality bar mm-hmm. as a child. Mm-hmm. No, I, I think she specifically said she was trying to determine if Siri had magical talent, and, and Siri doesn't fucking know. So to her, these, these tests don't make any sense, but it's like... Is it, isn't Siri like a, a gaping conduit to a terrifying maw of, of void chaos, and, and every week she, she spits dire prophecies? Like, it's pretty obvious that okay. she's magical, right? I, I know this says, like... This that actually those things are actually not related. She she has uh you know this this this. She's a source. Yeah, she's a source, but that doesn't mean she can actually channel magic. You know. Because when she was at Kier Morhen, they said she couldn't even do some of the most basic magical movements. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, I guess okay. she's gotten over that, and she's good now. They describe the movement as like moving your pinky without moving your ring finger. Uh huh. And that's hard, right? It not is, everybody yeah. can do that. It's a, no, that, that is a genetic thing, I guess, right? But you, you got to be able to... Wait, move your pinky... Hold on. Listeners, we're all holding our hands <laughs> up and trying to move our pinkies and ring fingers independently. So, Yennefer also lectures Siri about the nature of magic. And uh, this lecture is actually pretty cool. I thought 
thought so too. Yeah, she, she gives this argument that, ma- that a lot of people believe magic is chaos, and she's like, that's true. Mm-hmm. And then she gives a lecture that a lot of people think magic is art, and she's like, that's true too. Mm-hmm. And it does the same thing for science. So magic is like a combination of chaos, art, and science. I would like to point out that ordinarily when you hear like rules or explanations about things, you don't like it. So that's a good sign. That's true. That's yeah. a good point. I yeah, mean, I, these aren't these aren't very specific rules, but you're right. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. This is um. Yeah, th- th- this is something that 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 you see reflected more than you see described. But you know, the the way that different people approach magic in this series and in the in the books, I think, is really illustrative of this. You have some of these people who do who do uh, execute magic like science, where they're doing like weird experiments with like chemicals and things like that, and you have people who just do magic because it's like, hey, we're doing magic, you know? So it, 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 it can be done all of those ways, which I think is kind of cool. Yeah. And Siri contains the blood of elves. Looks at the camera. <laughs> That's right. right yeah. uh, Siri's concerned that her, because her classmates tell her that she couldn't do magic because she was a virgin. And uh, Yennefer's like, that's stupid. Yeah, that's <laughs> I, I think maybe your classmates don't know the f- don't know fuck about magic, my friend. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, yeah, she does determine that Siri is in fact a wizard. You're it's right, it's cool Siri. to see how knowledgeable and capable Yennefer is. She's not just a you know the badass that the best badass ever. No, she she she. Uh, I, I don't know how much they get into this in the series, but for, from what from what you can from what I can tell. She is somebody who worked very hard at being what she is. Even though I'm not okay with her calling her ugly one. Like, I get the haha, we're like, you know, gonna be completely honest with each other, but really? Yeah. I didn't get it. Was it supposed to be like a hazing thing? No, I, I think that she's talking about the things that she's capable of, actually. Uh, not not about her physical looks, but like, you know, that she's this like, oh, really? dark entity. Oh, yeah. of doom. Oh, dang. I yeah. didn't catch that. Yeah, because okay. she, she, I mean, in this chapter at one point, Siri's like, I wish I was pretty like you. And Jennifer's like, you are pretty. <laughs> My pretty ugly one, you know? Because okay. it's like, it's something about like what she's capable of, less about who she, cool. what she looks like. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a good name for a teenage girl. Yeah, well, you know, uh, she's that child of destiny, right? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, speaking of, she does uh, at one point put her in one of her nightmare trances just to see what happens. Mm-hmm. And uh, what happens is there's like blood, like lots of blood, decay, end of all things, you know, the normal stuff that we see when we close our eyes, right? <laughs> right? <Yeah. laughs> and, right. And Jennifer's just like, holy shit, let's never do that again. And I, I was just like, you know, everyone hits this point, right? Where they're like, I wanted to see what Siri yeah, sees. It has happened to everything. This, everybody. This, yeah. this is a, this is a like, train, sounds right? awesome. Let's check it out. Yeah. And then they have like one go on the, the Siri nightmare train. They're like, nope. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> that, yeah that's, I would, I'd be happy to never do that again. Yeah. yeah. But, <laughs> but unlike everyone else, after this, Siri doesn't have those nightmares anymore. Yennefer does something to... to yeah, she helps teaches Siri how to resist them and end the, the night terrors, which mm-hmm. is pretty good. That was worth it. All together. Yes. Yeah. Um, they do a lot yeah, of like wizard school, right? Like yeah, a lot of wizard school stuff, like uh, you know, tapping into the magic of the you know the conduits of power underneath the earth, and there's earth, earth, fire, air, and water, like avatar magic. Yeah, but but she makes a a, a, a point of the, she alludes to the fact that they are all very different in the way that you interact with them. She they only use water because that's one that's like easier to handle. Earth is really like like strong or something like that mm-hmm. uh air is is like kind of intangible and doesn't really achieve much if you don't know what you're doing and, and so fire is like fire. don't fucking touch it yeah and she's like don't use fire yeah <laughs> that's, uh, that's the lesson yeah don't use fire uh, and i think i don't remember we haven't actually learned about why that is yet right 
I assume that because you catch on fire, right? Uh, well, not exactly, but sort of, yeah. <laughs> well, th they'll probably talk about it at some point, but yeah, yeah, there's a reason you're not supposed to use fire magic. Unithor also kind of teaches her about men and sex. I, I, what did you think about this conversation? Because a series like, how do I know uh, if I should do it, who I should, who I should do it with, or whatever? Yeah, that, I mean, this is not the worst advice I've ever. Heard. I, I was thinking it's like, okay, uh, on the surface this is like stupid, but on the uh, if you think about it, it's like this is not terrible, right? First of all, like. Don't do it unless you want to. Great, yeah. You know, yeah, don't, yeah. don't, don't know if you're pressured. All good, right? Second, check out his bed. And I was like, huh. It's like, if he doesn't have a bed, don't fuck it. <laughs> yeah, if sure. he has a shitty, dirty bed, don't fuck it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the same advice uh, Anthony Bourdain gave about restaurants. Like, if the bathroom is gross, don't eat there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I take issue with that because I've had some really good food in some diving places with shitty bathrooms. But, but you know, fair enough. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, um, it was not the worst advice. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it was, I, I mean, it was all tongue-in-cheek. It was. And sure. I, I like at the end, and, and, and she's like, and if he's clean bed, then you can fuck him. And also, a lot of times, that's a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> you might still make, but you know, whatever, yeah. Uh, also, only if you think he's hot. That's an important one, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If he's got a clean bed, and you think he's hot, then let us go time. But, you know, also, it still might be bad. Yeah. And she's trying to take away the mystique, too. Which, right? I again, Which I appreciate good. that, too. Yeah. 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 She's not talking about it like it's some, like magical like you know you know pure puritanical whatever it's just like yeah, or it's just, evil forbidden or yeah whatever, yeah whatever yeah although considering that this girl's been hanging out with Geralt for a while I don't think there's probably that much mystique <laughs> I, I, I do wonder like I don't think Geralt was doing a lot of fucking when they were traveling together was was he I assume he was cutting himself a slice of every village they went through oh well, I mean maybe I, I mean I don't think he would even notice he was doing it right he's <laughs> <laughs> like oh oh sorry uh, yeah you know it's just like a thing yeah. don't worry about it don't worry about it kid uh, I mean I guess there was Triss but Triss did have the the running shits the entire time they were on the road so <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, yeah that's a full time job right there no. <laughs> probably didn't have any time for that broccoli strange <laughs> That's right. <laughs> uh, they also bond over shit talking about Geralt, which I mean, like, is there a better way to bond? Yeah, really? I thought there was that was the note here that I thought was a little weird is that there was sort of a jealousy element between Yennefer and Ciri about Geralt. Mm. Like at the very beginning, the, Nenica, the priestess, had to be like, she's she's not she's not a competition for you with Geralt. I don't know if and Yennefer you, ever thought of it that way, but I wonder. Yeah, I don't know. I. Maybe this is my read on Yennefer, but I thought that's exactly what she was thinking. Like, really? oh, is this what Geralt's into now? Like, this 15-year-old. Um, I didn't read that at all. But, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how I think Yennefer thinks. It's... It, it, uh-huh. Yeah, my interpretation was more like the kind of thing where everyone who want, who has, like, a strong... I'm trying to think of how to say this. Like, even though those types of love are completely unrelated, there can still be like a jealousy about like strong affection and no, I, not in that I, way. I think right? she thought he wanted to fuck Siri. Uh -huh. mm. I, I, I didn't get that, but maybe. That, this is how she reacted, or at least how he expected her to react if she found out that he was hanging out with Triss, right? He'd be like, oh god, Jennifer's gonna freak out if he knows I'm hanging out with Triss. I don't know, I don't think it was a romantic destiny. I think it was a. A, oh yeah, a romantic I, I, thing. It was she's his destiny. They're gonna be together, not romantically, but you know, mm -hmm. Siri is his future, and I'm not. Yeah, maybe that. I hope it's that because, uh, I, I, but I was definitely getting jealousy vibes from Yennefer, which they worked out. They became buds. Yeah, yeah. I really don't think it was sexual. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know. Yeah, um, Yennefer also spends a lot of time delving into Siri's past. She's asking questions. Looking for, it seems like she's looking for something specific. And I was wondering if maybe she was trying to get a sense of what causes Ciri's situations to activate, you know? 
because there are these moments where things happen, she doesn't have any memory of them, and I'm, I was like, is this, yeah. is this what Yennefer's looking for, you know? I think we get the straightest answer so far about what happened in Centro, which is that she doesn't remember. Yeah. yeah. She saw the bird-headed guy. And that was just the, such a crazy thing to see. Like, why would anybody wear that on their head? Like, like she's like, it memory. doesn't make any sense. He's got a bird on his head. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't get past that. <laughs> and she blacked out, just like out of confusion, right? <laughs> yeah. um, we also, in a little bit of side thing, get uh, information about what happened to Siri's parents. And they died in a freak storm that nobody expected yeah, to be there, which we've is... We've mentioned that before. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's probably... Then we, then we know what that is, right? That's probably her mother did the thing that she does. Oh, you think so? She, yeah, she made a maelstrom, because that's like her magic. Uh, I thought it was... That's, oh, yeah, her mother did remember? do that that time. Yeah. Pavetta did that in the throne room, yeah. And if that did happen in the boat, well... Oh, maybe. Well, she sad. must have done that intentionally, though, because or thought that, was a da- that could possibly happen, because... They mentioned how weird it was that Siri was not with her because Pavetta had never let Siri be separated from her until Pavetta went on that boat ride. I wonder, yeah, that interesting. Her. Maybe there's more to that story. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think there is. I think there, we're we're gonna learn more about that. But um, but yeah, I thought that was interesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, having caught up to the present day, uh, they leave the school in disguise. Time to go adventuring mm-hmm. because yeah. uh, you know things are getting too hot. And that's it. The end of. Blood of Elves. Indeed. What do y'all think? Uh, like I said, for, for me, this is, this is all of a setup thing. And having had a little bit more experience with the series, not, not in the books, but in the, the show, which is re- relative, seems to be relatively true to the books, um, I, I, I see a lot of allusions to stuff that, that will happen, so I'm kind of like excited for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I know this was, this, there was a lot less action in this one, though, because it's really focused on series childhood, basically. Like, that's what this book is about, you know? Um, and you know, turns out being a kid mostly is just going to school, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, there's stuff happening on, on the periphery that, that, that is going to influence what happens in the future and, and things like that. But yeah, less action in this book, but yeah. I still enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A little bit of a slog, um, at times, but I am, I am genuinely interested to see what happens going forward. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought it was pretty weak, honestly, because yeah. it, I don't think it did a good job introducing the characters, sure. which you're supposed to, I guess you're supposed to have read the first two collections of short stories, mm-hmm. and I also don't think anything happened, right? Not a lot. Yeah. No, so not really. Siri yeah. went to school. Geralt didn't even, I, I actually thought that that Rians guy was going to be the villain of this book, and like, because he's just some some doofus who works for the, the Empire chasing Geralt around. I thought Geralt was going to kill him, and that was going to be the, the climax, but that, yeah. that, there was no climax. Nothing happened. That's that a good point. True. Yeah, the, the book didn't really have that kind of... That kind of thing, you know. That's um, a good point. Yeah. Yeah, and I, yeah. I felt like this would be the first act of a of a fantasy novel, right? Because mm-hmm. we we've established who Siri is, we've given her some characterization, we've we've built her relationship with Geralt and with Yennefer, and we've kind of set up the political situation all around them, and then then the end of the book, like yeah. sort of, doesn't pay off at all. It's interesting because I think um, reading this, I really understand why people recommend you read the short stories first because oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, that, that gives you like this, this book is not very good at giving you investment in the characters unless you have the background That's of the short stories. That's a good point. If, if I hadn't read the short stories, I think this would have been unreadable. Yeah. yeah. It's just so, there's so little plot, little action to hang your interest on. And also the characters sort of come and go pretty quickly. Don't get a lot of characterization. And yeah. like there was an entire chapter that seemed completely unnecessary. There was a lot of dialogue. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm very curious to continue reading these. I know we're gonna 
take a little break and uh, read another series, but um, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to come back to them for sure. So that's it for this episode. Next time we're going to take a break and go to one of our other podcasts for a season, uh, and then we will return with Time of Contempt, book four of the Witcher series. I'm Jeff Lake. You can find me at jefflake.info. I'm Alice Sullivan. That's Blue Bonnet Cafe and Instagram. I'm Michael Sparkman. I still don't have one of those. If you have any comments, questions, or feedback, please drop us a line at hello at armadillo.club. We love hearing from you. Please share us with anybody you think might like us. Please give us good reviews wherever you got this. Please find out how you can give us your dollars at armadillo.club. Please like us in real life. We're just so likable. Until next time. That's the Witchuation. Witchuation.